Hi there, it's Bonnie, and I'm here to apologize to you. I'm apologizing because this episode, episode 157, and the next episode, episode 158, are not going to sound as good as they could. For whatever reason, my mic was not being picked up. This has only happened once before, and that was in my very first episode. You're about to hear what it sounds like when you record through the microphone on your MacBook, which is not something I will ever suggest to anyone. The content is really good, and I know you're going to enjoy that. Episode 157 and 158 together is about an hour's worth of content, and I do not want to do that again. So I'm apologizing. I appreciate you being here. I love you. Enjoy. Welcome to episode 157, 157 of the Business Fabulous Podcast. Today is part one of a special two-part series answering this question, is podcasting really worth it for a business or brand? Stick around for all the details. Hey there, I'm Bonnie L. Frank, former teacher and college professor turned entrepreneur overnight who started a coaching business from scratch and coached thousands of business owners worldwide to grow their businesses and I saved them money doing it. After producing over 4,000 live stream broadcasts, I thought it was about time for a podcast. This podcast, where I share easy hacks for your business, your money, and a fabulous life. Are you ready? It's time to get fabulous. Welcome back to the episode. Today, we're talking all things podcasting and answering a big, important question, which is, is podcasting really worth it for a business or a brand? I was speaking to a college class today at SIU, uh, which is Southern Illinois University, and I was talking about this exact topic, and I thought this would make a great podcast episode, so here we go. So now you will also get that information. I'm recording this live in three different places on Facebook, so I'm recording on my Facebook page, on my Facebook personal account and inside the Business Fabulous Facebook group. So you already know that before I was a podcaster, I was a teacher, I I was a college professor, I was a business coach, a consultant, and I had listened to thousands of podcast episodes before I ever started my own podcast. Now, is that something you have to do? Absolutely not. But it is something that I did. I listened to podcasts for six years before ever starting my own. I knew that I wanted to podcast, but I wasn't sure what I wanted to podcast about and also how I wanted my podcast to be. There are so many different types of podcasts and you could create an entirely new type of podcast. You don't have to do it the way other people are doing it. Your business does not have to be like other people's. The way you raise your children does not have to be like other people. And it's the same thing with podcasting. I listen to a lot of podcasts. And honestly, most of the podcasts I listen to are interview podcasts because I'm interested in the person being interviewed. Well, I don't have an interview show. Mine is a solo show. My podcast is me talking. I may at some point also have an interview show. I'm not going to start a brand new podcast, but I may also include interviews within this podcast at some point, but I have not yet. 
You can have a co-host and just have it the two or three or four or however many of you talking, and you don't have to ever interview anybody. Or you can have a co-hosted show with one or more other co-hosts and interview people. The podcast called Smartless, that's a podcast with three co-hosts and they interview somebody. We Can Do Hard Things, that's a podcast where it will be usually two or three co-hosts. Occasionally it's one. And usually they interview somebody, but not always. You can decide the format of your podcast any way you want to. Do not think that there is one way to podcast because there isn't. That's like saying there's one way to business. There just isn't. Some of the information that I'm going to be giving today comes from a report from Edison Research. And Edison Research puts out a new report every March, and it's called the Edison Dial. If you Google right now, how many podcasts are there? You're going to get a number that is inaccurate because how many podcasts are there? You've got to dig deeper than that. Do you mean how many active podcasts are there? Do you mean how many different podcasts are there? Do you mean how many podcast episodes? Do you mean just in the United States? Do you mean worldwide? What do you mean? So you're going to get very different answers. So be careful, especially with podcasting, when you're looking at different stats, because stats that people are sharing are not always correct. The Edison dial is the one that is really appreciated and is really used by podcasters and by serious podcasters. Every year, like I said, Edison Research puts out this report and they pull people 12 years old and older in the United States. So the research stats that they have is within the United States. And you need to know that up front. The reason why they chose 12 years old and older is because your cell phone is a big part of podcast listening. And a ton of people 12 years old and older have cell phones. And if you have a cell phone and you have an iPhone, you already have a podcast app built in to the phone. It's already there. It came with your iPhone. It always has. It's purple and it looks like a Wi-Fi signal, but it's circular. And that's your podcast app. That's Apple Podcasts. If you click on that and you put in the search Business Fabulous or my name, Bonnie L. Frank, up will come my podcast. And you can follow, which means subscribe, the podcast that way. The same thing through Spotify, same thing through Google Podcasts, etc. If you do not have an iPhone, you are most of the world. Most of the world does not have an iPhone. And then you can use Spotify, you can use Google Podcasts, you can use other podcast apps in the Google Play Store, because that's what you would use for Android. In the search, put podcast app. And then you will see you've got a lot of choices, Spotify as well. So you can put on your phone the ability to listen to podcasts. And then if you follow, if you go up to the three dots and you click that, and then you click the plus sign to follow the show, that's like subscribing to a YouTube channel, like magic, every new episode that I publish will magically appear in your library, in your podcasting library. So then you just go to your podcast library on whatever podcast app you've got, and there you go. All of the episodes will be there. You don't have to wonder, oh, what's the latest episode? If you follow the show, which means subscribe, you're always going to have the latest episode inside your library. 
You can also Google any podcast you're looking for or any person you're looking for. And if they're a podcaster, their podcast should also pop up and they will probably be promoting their podcast on social media. So you could search them on social media as well. Podcasting has been around for a long time a lot longer than most people realize. It's been around since 2004. And Adam Curry, formerly of MTV, people really look at him as responsible for having the first podcast. I was surprised to learn that podcasting went back to 2004, but it does. I've only listened for about 10 and a half years. Today, there's approximately 177 million people, 12 years old and older, who say that they have ever listened to a podcast. And that is up 5% from last year. So the amount of people who are listening to podcasts is clearly growing. And that is really important to know, especially if you're thinking of podcasting yourself. And the people who were polled by Edison Research, those people listened to about eight podcasts per week. I do not know if this is eight different podcasts or if this is eight episodes per week, because sometimes the same podcast could have multiple episodes a week. A friend of mine podcasts every day. I know other people podcast every two weeks, some every month, some whenever they get around to it. My podcast comes out weekly. So the frequency of your podcast can vary as well. There are 252 million smartphone owners, which is about 88% of the population. Now, remember, this is of the United States. And they think that's about plateaued. But what is really important to know is that 88% of the people in the United States alone, not even talking about the world, are walking around where they can listen to your podcast at any time. And podcasts are very mobile. You do not have to be seated and watching a podcast like you do a movie or like you do a Netflix show. I listen to podcasts a lot when I'm exercising or I might be folding laundry and walking around the house and putting things away or doing dishes. A lot of people listen to podcasts on their commute while they're driving in a car or they're on the train or they're on the subway. You can take podcasts with you anywhere you go. And that is really important to know. You can listen on your phone. You can listen on your tablet. You can listen on your computer. You can listen on a smart speaker like A-L-E-X-A. Of all the smart speakers, there's about 100 million in the United States that are being currently used. Some have more than one smart speaker in the home, but A-L-E-X-A is the number one of all the types of smart speakers in the US. I know I have one. If you have any type of smart speaker, you can ask them to play the Business Fabulous podcast and they will play it. 35%, by the way, of Americans have smart speakers. Podcasts are all over social media. And that is really important to know because not only can you find podcasts in a whole bunch of places besides Google, if you are a podcaster, you need to be where the people are. By the way, if you want to know any of anything that I use for my podcast, please go to bit.ly forward slash Bonnie Biz Tools. And that is my tools page. So that is everything that I use for my business. It's divided into three sections. So the first section is general business. The next section is live streaming and podcasting. And the next section is self-care. Under the podcasting section, you will see everything that I use for my podcasting. And if you want to know my podcast host or you're looking for a podcast host, I use Libsyn. 
And if you use my coupon code, it's my name, B-O-N-N-I-E, you will get a month free on your Libsyn hosting. Like I said, you need to be where the people are. So you need to be on social media so that they can get it through social media. If that's where they are, then they should be able to listen straight away through their social media. You could promote it there and have a link. You can have a little audiogram to promote it. I do that on TikTok a lot. I'm Bonnie L. Frank on TikTok. And every single time I promote my podcast on TikTok, my numbers go up every single time. And I've even tested it out because you might be asking yourself, well, hold on. How do you know it's TikTok? This is how. I have tested it out where I only promote it on TikTok. And I have done that over several months. And every single time my numbers increase. So I know that it's from promoting on TikTok. And there's over 1 billion with a B people on TikTok. The rise of social audio is definitely a thing. So whether it's Clubhouse or Twitter Spaces, the whole notion of being social through audio, it is now something that we have come to know and love and expect. And it's another way to let people know about your business and your brand. In 2021, 41% of the U.S. population were listening to podcasts. Now that decreased, it decreased to 38% in 2022. And that's because people started going back to work and they weren't kind of stagnant at home as much. I imagine that that will increase over time. I think this was just kind of a reconfiguration of people getting used to what they're doing with their time and how they're utilizing their time. So I imagine that number will go back up. And listening in cars, like I said, is definitely a big part of podcasting and of capturing your listeners where they are. Now, before I go on to my other notes, I'm going to answer questions. Barb Tomlin is here, a longtime friend from Blab and from Facebook. Hello, Barb, and thanks for being here. She asked, Now that you've been podcasting for a while, have your numbers proven that it is better to use premium gear to record? If you go back to my very first episode, episode one, and I don't even know what it was about, but I can tell you this, I was using the microphone inside my laptop. If you're an Apple person, your uh, laptop, your MacBook comes with the built-in mic. That's exactly what I used for my very first podcast episode. It sounds horrible, but I left it that way as a teaching tool. Episode two, I used my Blue Yeti microphone and that microphone died right after the episode. I had used my Blue Yeti for over 4,000 live stream broadcasts. And then I tried to use it for episode two and um, then couldn't use it ever again. Episode three, I used a different mic, which was more expensive, and that's because I was in a different environment, and I loved that microphone. It was a Rode NTE. I loved it, but when I moved, my environment changed again, and that mic was not so good for that new environment where I am right now. This mic that I have is actually my least expensive microphone. I bought this because a friend of mine had recommended it. I knew that she used it for traveling. I knew that it would easily go into my laptop because there's a USB connection. I knew that I could use an XLR connection with it as well, which is a different configuration. 
and it's less than 80 bucks. It is my least expensive microphone. So I've used a variety of microphones. Every single one of my episodes that I have produced, all of my Business Fabulous podcast episodes have been processed through my computer. So through my MacBook. And not all of them used my Rodecaster Pro. Before that, I had a focus right. I've got all of these listed on my tools page, bit.ly forward slash Bonnie Biz Tools. You can see all of these things. None of them are terribly expensive. Now I record through the Rodecaster Pro. There's kind of a second edition of that. I don't have that. I have the original one. But I talk about the importance of the fact that I purchased insurance. And I had never purchased insurance on any sort of product before. And I did. And I was really glad I did because I actually had to replace it. They replaced it for free. Now, the reason why they replaced it is because I bought that really, really early. Road had just brought it out and I bought it like three months later. And, you know, when you buy a new something or other, they don't quite have the kinks worked out. And that's what happened. That one is $600. That's the most amount of money I've ever spent on any piece of equipment. All of my equipment is much less expensive than that. That's a great question that Barb asked. And premium, you know, that's kind of a relative term. I tend to be really, really careful about money and about technology. And I buy when I need it, not when I want it. And certainly not when it comes out just because it's the next shiniest thing. The Rodecaster Pro, I bought that knowing what it could do because I was at a podcasting conference and I saw it in action and I was able to play around with it and I talked to the rep. So I knew exactly what I could do with it. And I knew that it would make interviewing for my podcast a lot easier. I have not done an interview yet, but I also know this to be true. When I record through the road and when I don't, there's a big difference in the sound quality. I think it sounds much better when I go through the the Roadcaster Pro leveling up in your equipment can make a difference, but sometimes you can get a great sound without spending so much money. There's a microphone built into your cell phone. There's a microphone built into your laptop. It'll work. It's not going to sound great, but it'll work. There's a microphone on, you know, a lot of um, earbuds, right? A lot of earphones or headphones. You can use that. It might not sound as good as a microphone that is specifically for podcasting or for really focusing all of your speech and all of the words and not all of the background noise. So it depends on what your uh, what you really need it for, what you want it for, what your use is going to be. Thank you so much for hanging out and listening to loads and loads of great information about podcasting. I'm answering more listener questions in part two, and you will hear that next week. Thanks for joining. Thanks for joining. And thank you so much for being a valued member of the Business Fabulous family. I love you. We'll talk soon.